All right, we have to do the show now. As per the rules of the lease agreement. Uh, the Kyoto Accord. As per the Kyoto Accord. The written side side uh, contract of the Kyoto Accord. The, the clause inside the addendum. The addendum. Uh, underneath the amendment. What's your favorite amendment? Go. Better question. What's your least favorite and why is it the 13th? Um, the 13th? Yeah. It's in contention. <laughs> What's the one where you're not allowed to bang your neighbor's wife? That <laughs> That's I'll tell you my least favorite. I think it's the third or fourth. Cuz number 1 free speech, number 2 guns. Yeah. 3 and 4 questionable, well, 5 two is is not guns. It's bear arms. You, you get, get the, to have bear you get, you get to have arms. bear arms. Arms of a bear. Yes. That's a good one. We can all agree the Second Amendment, best amendment. Fifth is plead the fifth. Yes. So either the third or the fourth, I'm leaning towards third, but don't quote me on that. Okay. Is the one where you don't have to let soldiers stay in your house. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had to make an amendment because soldiers were going to people's houses and saying, you have to let us stay here. So they made an amendment to the Constitution saying that you don't have to let them. I'm not joking. Either this side? One of the... Like any side of a war, of a, of a sold, like... American. Oh. Okay. I think enemies, they're going to do what they're going to oh, do. Sure, sure. Luckily, there hasn't been an invasion in a while. <laughs> that we that we're we're just waiting for the next one. I mean, if we kept doing the pay per views, we could do w, WWF Invasion July two thousand one. No oh, thanks. I don't think it's really a good pay per view. I think it is. I think it's got a couple good things and a couple bad it, things. For how for how terrible they did the invasion, that pay per view did crazy ass numbers. If they had like booked it well. It would have done eight billion by. It would have been the eight billion. You heard me. <laughs> it would have been the I mean, highest. They, they are getting half a billion viewers a week. That's true. It would have been the highest rated pay per view of all time. Get out of here, Tyson Ali. <laughs> Get out of here, Foreman McGregor. What's another good pay per view? Uh, Bruce Lee, Jet Lee. <laughs> you wouldn't pay to see that. That's a good fight. <laughs> All right, Christian and Edge versus Landstorm, Mike Awesome. Good. Good. Earl Hebner versus Nick Good, but Patrick. I think there might be a fuck-up in that first tag match. Yeah. But it's good people. And then a, a referee match? Probably not a Referee good. match refereed by Mick Foley. Uh, APA versus Palumbo and O'Hare. What are the APA doing? Always pounding ass. That's correct. Uh, Billy Kidman, X-Pac. Good. Raven Regal. Weird, but good. Yeah. Canyon Morris and Stasiak versus Albert Billy Gunn in the Big Show. Here's what happened in my brain when you said that. When you said Canyon Morris, now in hindsight, you're talking about Hugh Morris, another signee from WCW, along with Canyon and the other guys you Correct. mentioned, right? What went on up in this noggin? Canyon as Mortis. No, I know you said Morris, oh. but I thought you meant. <laughs> That he had to change his name because he was both Canyon and Mortis in WCW, ah. and to uh, to get their own branding on things yeah. as WWE likes to do. They want they, control. They named him 
Canyon Morris. <laughs> Canyon Morris. <laughs> I'm like, huh, I don't remember that. What was that a guy they had? Uh, Palmer Cannon? No. Pa- uh, Palmer, no, Palmer Scott is the <laughs> uh, sit-on-you guy from Tim and Eric. Yes. Uh, it might have been Palmer Cannon. Palmer Cannon, yeah. I was thinking there was also Gunner Scott. There's a lot of yeah, guys. Gunner Scott was Brent Albright. A lot of guys with weapons who in there. Kelly names. was really into. Was he? No, Car- he was a big Gunner Scott guy. Yeah, he was. Brent Albright because I Weird. think they brought. He him, was friends with Benoit. They brought him in as Benoit's like, yeah, young boy. Yeah, um, and Benoit didn't like it, so he killed himself. Yes, that was why he killed himself because they put him with Gunner Scott. I mean, if you were forced to team with Brent Albright, yeah. wouldn't you eventually kill your family for, uh, and yourself? For, for sure. Double murder, Suey. Uh, Gunner Scott is not even the best gunner that's been employed by WWE. Yeah, the best ones now. Yeah. Brent Albright. Yeah. Well, that was his Ring of Honor name. And Brent Albright isn't even the best Albright. Uh, no. Gary. That one's real. That one's not sarcastic. Uh, Gary Albright is a million times better than Brent Albright. How? I don't know who's better between Brent Albright and Gunner slash uh, Jackson Riker. Uh, Gunner Scott had, I don't know, two dozen matches from... Oh my god. Yeah, he did nothing. From April till June 06. That was his run? That was his run. He's his wow. first match uh-huh. was on a SmackDown in in uh in April. Yeah. He beat Booker T. Okay. Good start. And then, Booker T who was about to win the world title. Correct. But I guess him and Benoit were still feuding, maybe? Maybe. Uh his televised matches are much less. And his sure. non-velocity televised matches are even less. Uh, uh, seven. Seven SmackDown matches? Yeah. Pretty good. Booker. I'm guessing zero pay-per-views? Booker, Finley, Booker. Him and Benoit versus Finley and Booker. Finley and Regal versus uh, him and Matt Hardy. Finley and Mr. Kennedy. Uh, yeah, it's, it, there's no pay-per-views. It's all, it's all SmackDowns and velocities. Yeah. And, yeah, he was Benoit's, like, second yeah. during the... Uh, the the, be, the the King Booker angle. Yeah. Because did, did they redo... Oh, hey, uh, King Booker! Did they redo the Benoit Booker best of seven? I don't think they redid it, but they definitely feuded. Okay. Cena Booker did a best of seven? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a match I need to see seven times. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I, I definitely need... Uh, a guy who's not good at wrestling. Uh, Don't talk about Booker that way. I'm sorry. How dare how dare I speak ill of Booker? Uh, the rest of that show. How dare you speak ill of the Black? The the rest of Invasion is. Oh yeah, there was more. Tajiri Taz. Good. RVD Jeff Hardy. Four Great. stars. Great. Lita and Trish versus Stacy and Tori. It is what Braun it is. Braun panties, and the main event. Yeah. Which I think is good. Eh, is there a rating I, I, on it? I think it's three and a half. That's probably, that's about right. I think it's decent, but I, I think don't think it's, it's amazing. I think it's three and a half. Booker, DDP, Rhino, and the Dudleys versus Jericho, Kane, Kurt, Austin, and Taker. To their credit, at least the Alliance side in this 10-man is all guys who worked for WCW and ECW recently. Yeah, it, wa- it wasn't just turning Austin by, like, heel. By, to- by Survivor Series yeah. Four months later, I think there's like two Austin actual Kurt, right? WCW guys on the WCW yeah. team. It was very sad. Mm-hmm. Austin and Kurt, and Kurt was a fake dissenter, right? Like he faked joining the, uh, I think so, yeah. the Alliance, but then at 
Survivor Series, he turned face. It's so bad. And helped WWF win. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. What was it? It was like Booker, Austin, Shane McMahon, Rob Shane, Van Dam, yeah. and Kurt Angle. That sounds about right, actually. Yeah. That's probably a, that's probably a decent call. You, man, if you called the whole alliance side of Survivor Series 01, I'm impressed. Uh, Not positive I've ever watched it either. Stone Cold, Kurt Angle, Rob Van Dam, Booker T, Shane McMahon. Wowzers. And then WWF was The Rock, Jericho, Undertaker, Kane, Big Show. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, Kurt, Kurt was a fake bad guy. He faked the team, and the person that got the win was, of course, The Rock. Makes sense. Yeah. Even though Kurt wrestled the whole match and eliminated Undertaker... Yeah, fought the other guys the whole time. And then got eliminated by The Rock. But was actually on the side All right, yeah. of the guys he was fighting. May maybe I'm remembering it wrong. You are. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. Uh, what do we got here? Are you reading the rundown? I'm reading the rundown. Eat my dick. Okay. Main event. Uh, Eight paragraphs. Angle returned and hit Austin with a championship belt. Yeah. Rock from the rock bottom on Austin to win the match, forcing yeah. the alliance to disband. After the, after the match, Vince McMahon appeared on the entrance ramp and celebrated with the rock. So, yeah, Kurt, Kurt did cost Austin the match. And Vince was sort of a babyface? Kind of. Well, I mean, WWF are the babyfaces. Like, even if they have heels on the team, it was so you're still watching WWF. Badly done. <laughs> I mean, it's so bad. There's a, there's a, like some arguments to be made towards it is one. It's not like any of the big name guys wanted to, come. which is also their fault though. 100%. Throw a shitload. Like the reason they didn't is because they Guaranteed could stay money. home and get paid. Guaranteed money. So pay them double what they would get to stay home and they'll do it. They didn't yeah. wrestle cause they're greedy. It's, it's also really bizarre Cater to the greed. It's bizarre that, that he, purchased the WCW but the contracts didn't come with WCW. No. They were with Turner. Yes. Which is kind of which crazy. Which Yes. Like other other words we would have had like Hall, Nash, Sting, Goldberg, Steiner, Goldberg, Sting, Flair, Page at the time. Yeah. Like there would have been it would have been much better. But I don't blame any of those guys for not wanting to do it. You're going to you're going to sure. going to get out of your garret. Like how much money were was Nash fucking making? A lot. Like, millions. Way too much. And he didn't have to do any. Millions more than he deserved. Uh, well, he deserves nothing. Uh, but yeah, if, if... Do you remember who won the last chance battle royal to uh, get a job, keep his job, uh, no matter what? If the if the WWF wins or WCW ECW oh. wins, and he gets to keep his job no matter who wins, Canyon Morris. It was not Canyon Morris. Damn it! It was a man who we've talked about on this podcast somewhat recently, who is R.I.P. Oh, uh, Crash Hall. What if I use the term the Punisher? Oh. Andrew Test Martin. Andrew Test Martin. He won by uh, last eliminating Billy Gunn. What, and, what, didn't he also have a singles match, though? Uh, no, uh, this is on Survivor Series. Yeah, I thought no, I he, thought Survivor Series was Test yes. and Edge Test unifying Edge, unify the, the US and the IC. But then he was also in the Battle Royal. I think he might have like beat somebody up to take their spot, like Nunzio or something. Maybe not Nunzio, but huh. someone. Like I, I'm pretty sure he beat up... Yeah, because I distinctly remember battle battle of the uh, four letter superstars. 
to unify the mid-card titles. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't say, but yeah, I think maybe he beat somebody up to... So he must have lost to Edge. He lost to Edge. Yeah. And then uh, he's like, oh no, I got no more titles. No, I'm, I, I, I'm done. I, I better keep my job. Yeah. He, uh, the rest of the Battle Royal is... It, it's bad. <laughs> like, you don't say. Farouk and Bradshaw, Lance Storm, Billy Kidman, DDP, Albert Taz, Saturn Raven... Who's Albert Taz? Albert, <laughs> comma, Taz. Saturn, Raven, Palumbo, Crash, Just Incredible... Sean Stasiak, Steven Richards, Tommy Dreamer, Hurricane, Spike Dudley, Hugh Morris, Chavo Guerrero, and Funaki. Not For, Kung Funaki. No. Just Funaki. He hadn't learned it yet? He, he hadn't, uh, he had amnesia. Oh. And that was so, when he... Uh, oh, so hold on. So he knew it before. Yes. Got amnesia. Yeah. And then upon recovering from his amnesia was so excited that he remembered Kung Fu. Yeah. He changed his name to it? Yes. Okay. Um, he's also way older than I thought he was. I bet he is 74. So, done. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. He was born in the 1940s. <laughs> he was born during... He's he's a Japanese boomer. He he's was, a Japanese boomer. He was, he was born in that big wave of fucking after they dropped the bomb. Because everyone's like, well, this isn't going to last, so we should probably get it done now. And then that was the last time anyone in Japan fucked. Mm. Yeah. There's no one... like No one's making babies. No one from Japan is younger than 60. Correct. That's when they stop yeah. fucking. Well, drop drop a couple nukes on them, and it's going to fuck them up real bad. Look, you get anime, and you get no fucking. Yeah. I heard that as as we record this, they are, they I think, announced today... They, is this an exclusive? The Olympics is going to open during um, a cri- a like national crisis alert in, Great. in Japan. Great. It's definitely good that they're doing it. For sure. Why why not? Why not have it in a country that is refusing to get vaccines? It's okay. I got. <laughs> I got. Here we go. Fucking by the way, have we uh, mentioned that this is the worst year no. of our lives and uh I'm Scott. Uh, get me on Twitter at not Scott Henson. Why would we? Why would we say that that's the name of the podcast or who we are when we are 15 minutes into the podcast? And that's Drew. You can get him on Twitter at not Scott Henson. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not going to do it, I'm going to take both. <laughs> I think anybody that's that's following you has already followed you and you're going to get no more followers. You think I've peaked? You think I've You've pla- peaked. I've plateaued? You've plateaued, yeah. You're never getting another follower. Damn. What was a good run? I it got was a good run. more than I deserved. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think we can all agree on that. You deserve nothing. <laughs> you deserve to get touched by a creepy old man <laughs> in when you were 10 years old. 10. A, gr- a grade 5 touching. A 5th yeah. grade touching. Tales of a 5th grade molestation victim by judy bloom <laughs> by judy bloom <laughs> judy bloom molesting kids since 19 or you could go the other way tales of a fifth grade rapist and he's he's molesting doing the adults yeah mm, i like that yeah it's a it's a real uh it's a real orphan situation they, uh, they, there must that must that story must exist right where like the kid is molesting adults that's gotta be. If it's not, I'm copywriting it. Anyone listening to this, I've already mailed it to myself. You can't. You can't scoop me on it. It's official. It's notarized. I have all rights in perpetuity to any story concept involving a child molesting adults. 
Now, how does he do it? Is he really cute? <laughs> Is he really <laughs> cute? I'm trying to think of the process. Well, let's see what it gives me. No, I don't want the... I won't want that way. I want the other way. Drew just looked up the most <laughs> child pornography I have no, ever seen on a screen at one time. And believe me, that covers some ground in itself. But that's a lot. That's aggressive, I would say. There, There is some... F like... I hope you're on incognito. No. I hope you're on incognito. <laughs> is that a thing? Um, yeah, that's when black guys do it. Mm. That's when black guys on the DL look up gay porn. They're on incognito. Ah, smart. <laughs> smart. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, there, there's, as, as a surprise to no one. What's that? There's nothing. There's nothing. Well, there's, there's nothing that immediately comes up. There's a lot of, like, teacher caught on video. Well, then, yeah, so I think we, I think we got something here. <gasps> there is, like, there's sort of a video. <laughs> there's sort of a video. But, like, how, what are we talking? Like... Uh, not so romantic encounter. Uh, Teacher having penetrative sex with third grade student. Oh no, 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 it's not. It's it's. This isn't even like a an arresting thing. This is just like a video caught. Uh huh. People having sex in a classroom. Well, I think we can do something with this story, don't you? Don't you think that's an untapped market? Video is gross. I don't want to say of that. Of child-initiated molestation? <laughs> well, I mean, there's got to be, like... Come on. There's got to be a niche market for that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Us. <laughs> First of all. I do enjoy looking up... What? Huh. <laughs> is that what you enjoy looking up? No. Read the headline. No, I can't. Read it. I can't. Read the headline. Show it to me and I'll read it. No, nope, it's okay. I already passed it. <sighs> oh, I, come on. I saw a man accused of molesting seven-year-old girl. I can give you that much, listening audience. No, I just... Sometimes these people and, like, the way that they try to justify themselves... Yeah. Uh, ...is, like, very, very funny. She's going to be 18 one day. <laughs> hmm. That is the perpetrator. He looks like the perpetrator. Apparently he's, he was only 18. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's just baby, babies having babies. No, babies no. touching babies. No. Babies having babies with other babies. Oh, here's like just a giant list of... Like top 25 hottest teacher sex offenders? Ap I wouldn't say hottest. That's not that hot. I hope That's not on my top 25. What was the funny... Who's the, who's the number one? Mary Kay Mary Kay Letourneau, yeah. Yeah, of course. Literally, like... Number one with a bullet. Got, like, got arrested, Queen. went to jail, yeah. had had conjugal visits, like, kind of illegally yep. in the jail, got pregnant again, yep. got out... Married him? Married him, yep. moved somewhere, cheated on him with another <laughs> minor, I think. <laughs> okay, that is so bold. I think. <laughs> That's I think. amazing. And then got divorced, like, and I think he's... If the student, the student she had two children with via molestation and eventually married, then cheated on him. Oh, I forgot she with, fucking died last year. She did die. She yeah. died from getting too much young dick. 
It's dangerous. Uh, okay, dropped out of high school and was and his mother was granted custody of their two kids. Uh, sued, they sued the school district for emotional suffering, lost wages, and cost of rearing his two children. Emphasis um, on rearing. Correct. Uh, they claiming that the department had failed to protect him. Uh, following a ten-week trial, no damages were awarded. Um, released from prison and marriage. Uh, he filed for separation from her and then later withdrew it. Uh, he. Oh, he realized he a, had a good thing. He's working as a professional DJ. Of course he is. Um. Then they got legally separated in August 2019. Um, said he was not a victim. He was unashamed of the relationship. Yo, uh, spinning on the ones and twos. DJ doesn't know he was a victim. Oh, but then... So that was in 2019. In 2020, a close family friend said he sees things clearly now and realizes that this wasn't a healthy relationship from the start. Um, no shit. How long did it... Take him Tw till 2020. And when was the incident? 98. Okay, so a solid 20 years. Uh, 96. Oh, 25 years. Uh, she had colorectal cancer from getting bugged in the ass too much. Getting too much of that Samoan D. Samoan. I think he's Samoan. Really? His name, his last name is Fuelawa. Oh, it's pretty, pretty AAPI. Yeah, I mean, interesting. I mean, we could go. On, we could make an entire podcast just about this. AAPI, of course, being African American pussy inspectors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't help it sometimes. It's tough. Oh, some of these things are making me very sad. You should, you should very turn it off. Very sad. You should, <laughs> I forgot how words work. You should turn off that website. Turn, turn you, should, off. you should just turn it off. Uh, oh, no, no, this this isn't for you. This is hurting me. <laughs> there, he, he turned it off. No, I just moved. Oh it. no, you, I want to do just, more you off just air reading. Moved the tab. I want to do off air reading. Uh, where was I? Oh yes. Uh, this past Sunday on stream, uh, the, uh, brag. big brag. Uh, I do streaming. Uh, twitch.tv slash Adam plays A D U M P L A Z E every Sunday for way too long. <laughs> so yeah, the, the Olympics came up and how stupid an idea it is that it's happening. And like everyone was on board on that. And I was like, yeah, it's like, it's strange that the, that Japan is weirdly anti-vax because you wouldn't expect it because they're otherwise so science-minded. And man, did Adam fucking drag me over the coals for that. He's like, why do you say that? I'm like, because it's such a technology-based society and, and he's like, like science and medical like well yeah yeah and he's like and he's like well are they i'm like yeah they are and i'm like i mean look at their electronics look at their electronics and he's like well just a couple electronic companies doesn't mean that the society as a whole is like that i'm like and i'm like and I'm, I'm trying to articulate it and he's like not having it and I'm like look motherfucker 
congratulations, you've backed me into the corner I didn't want to go of saying, Asians are great at math, okay? <laughs> congratulations, you got me. I, I was trying to say it without saying it, but you're not letting me get away with it, so here. I don't understand how you can be so good at math <laughs> and be anti-vax. That doesn't add up to me. There's a disconnect. No, yeah, absolutely. But it's like a weird, it's some, I, I don't I don't remember exactly where I, what the I The vaccines read. are full of ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it, it it has something to do with just like their their herbalist like eastern medicine like not trusting things from the west uh-huh. type type mentality. So It's part of their racism. And I respect yeah, I mean, otherwise I really respect Japan's racism. It's great. I I absolutely respect their racism. Like there's very few people in the world that are more racist than white people. And Japan's close. You know what's crazy? I'm going to dispute you on that. Okay. Here, Here's a sentence I say that uh, confuses people until you think about it. But okay. I, I legitimately believe it's true. White um, and, and you... you pff, I mean, that kind of speaks for itself. <laughs> what did I say earlier? Oh, yeah. All the, <laughs> too much... <laughs> it was in relation to the fact that someone had thrown white paint on the rainbow crosswalk. Not, what, two blocks from here? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was I was in character uh-huh. as, as the character. guy as the guy who did it because I definitely wasn't the actual guy who did well, it. And you, uh, don't, you don't have an alibi. That's say, sure. well, U G L Y, you ain't got no alibi. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, and uh, I, I was saying that he was saying that uh, the, the, all all of this gay pride. What about white? pride? Hey, that's why he threw the white paint. Which is interesting, because in a different suburb, uh, an old an old man threw black paint, black paint on a rainbow crosswalk. On a rainbow crosswalk. So I wonder if he wanted more black pride and less gay pride. Oh, you know what? Yeah. You make a good argument. What do you think about that? Uh, so, what was I saying right before... Uh, uh, about dis- disputing me saying white people are the most yes important. so here's a statement and you can interchange America for white people I usually say it about America gotcha but it makes the same holds true for white people America is an extremely racist country it's also no no matter what the race is that what you're saying it's a racist country. It's a racist country. But, no, but you can also, like, you can say white people are extremely racist. Same thing. Okay. Like, white America is extremely racist. Let's gotcha. say that. Gotcha. It's also one of the least racist countries in the world. Hmm. Because everyone else, not everyone else, but a lot, are even more racist. Japan is more racist. Africa is more racist. Lots of Europe is more racist. It's just we're close to it, and we say, and yes, America is very racist. White people are very racist, but other ones that we have less exposure to are even more. Like not a lot of not a lot of people in America get murdered for being a different race. A few do, but not a lot. And other places, it's a lot more. America has has it has been a long time since they've done an ethnic cleansing. Yes. Whereas I uh, think they're what, due. What, Who should we do? What, what day is it? Wednesday? So like Serbia did one yesterday? Yeah. Like there's one in ex Yugoslavia weekly. Yeah. Russia. Which is funny because they're all the same. I'm Catholic. I'm Protestant. Well, maybe not Protestant, but I'm <laughs> probably Muslim. <laughs> yeah. 
But we live in we live in countries that have borders and look exactly the same. But I believe, in and one- also each country is like eight square blocks. Oh yeah, it's yeah. The, the like difference- original Yugoslavia is what one thirtieth the size of our province of Canada. Yeah, oh, maybe not maybe. one I, I bet one twentieth, maybe maybe a twentieth. Yeah. I think Yugoslavia is bigger than you think it is. And then they split that into, into like seven countries. Yeah, I think they are pushing seven now. Because is Kosovo its own thing now? I don't know if it's its own country yet. I is think it, it wants maybe. to be. Croatia, Serbia, Bosnia, Herzegovina, uh, Slovenia, Slovenia uh, Montenegro, Mount Black, <laughs> uh, North Macedonia. North Macedonia. That's seven. That, is that with Kosovo or without? Without Kosovo. I think there might be eight. Maybe I think Kosovo. Yugoslavia might be eight maybe, fucking countries. Maybe Kosovo. Each just has, it's like each one has two streets. Yeah, you know what? You might be right. It doesn't, it, it's, it's maybe the same size as... Greater Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> like the Fraser Valley. Uh, it is, oh my god, it's only the size between Pittsburgh, Columbus, D.C., and Raleigh. So it's a, it's, it's a bit yeah. of the Mid-Atlantic. Yeah, a bit of the Mid-Atlantic, yeah. So it's, a, it is actually not that big. Okay, so numbers-wise, Yugoslavia, like whole Yugoslavia, is 255,000 square kilometers. Yeah. Area of British Columbia. Nearly one million square kilometers. So yeah, it's small. It's small. It didn't need to get eight times smaller. And, it, and I'm sure, I'm sure by the time we're in, in our like seventies, if we live that long, which we won't, uh, it'll be twelve countries because there'll yeah. be ethnic Croatians. Well, first of all, that I don't want to be part of Croatia. First of all, then... there's no way Bosnia and Herzegovina. <laughs> Are staying together. Will there be, I think it's wild that it's already one Will there thing. be a North Macedonia and a South North Macedonia? There should be a South North Macedonia. I love it. Yes. <laughs> Make it happen. I think that's also just Greece. <laughs> I not, think Greece. Not if you ask Greece. No, I know, Greece no, no, I know. very mad about it. I love that they made them add the North. We will not allow them into the European Union unless they add the word North to their that's name. That's so funny. Because some people that live in Northern Greece refer to themselves as Macedonians. Because the last cool thing that Greece did was Alexander the Great. Mm. <laughs> 20... 2,400 years yeah. ago. <laughs> and they're really holding on to it. And they do not want another country like they, uh, stealing valor stolen, from them. <laughs> stolen Macedonian valor. Yeah. Hey, we invented having sex with little boys' thighs. How <laughs> dare you claim that this is your name? Socrates style. We've definitely... We've, uh, we've 100%, 100% had the conversation. 100 How bad must Socrates have been... For them to kill him for it yeah. when everyone was doing it. Like, they just needed an excuse. Was he God. doing it worse? Or was he or doing it... What if he was so good so at it good. that none of the other boys wanted to go with the other people? What if God... Like, I want to go to Socrates' house. <laughs> he makes me feel like a pretty lady. What if God created... Could God 
could God hypothetical here? It's a it's a real uh, Foucault's pendulum here. Uh, <laughs> could God create a boy so hot <laughs> that even he couldn't fuck the boy's thighs? <laughs> <laughs> it makes you think it does um the answer is no <laughs> if if god was real and god created things god can do whatever the fuck he wants if god was real and he's not are you gonna tell him then no he could do it are you gonna tell him no i wouldn't dare exactly i wouldn't dare tell her that Oh, her, she's did I part, just blow your mind? She's a part of Herstory? She's part of Herstory. Mm, how come it's Manchester United, not Herschester United? How come it's Manchester and not W-O-M-X-N-Chester United? <laughs> uh, I don't know. That was some good riffs. You want to talk wrestling? Where, sure. Where are we at? Uh, are we good? We're at we're at WWF in your house uh, seventeen ground zero, aka the end of easy watching pay per views. Yeah, we we didn't fast forward as much as we should. We didn't. It's we the, still uh, fast forwarded a good amount. Don't get us wrong, we did some. We're not gonna sit here and bullshit yet. But this is the beginning of the three hour era. Someone gave this now. Uh, this thing on the side yeah. is how the rating that people gave it, right? Those are ratings for the show. Someone yes. gave this show a nine. Someone wrote a lot about this show. Amico Leonard. That's like a thousand words. Uh yeah, that is. Which is like the biggest number. But somebody gave it a nine. So we get the show a nine. This this show is absolutely not a nine. The show's not a nine. Canadian Stampede is maybe pushing a nine, and it's probably the maybe. best in your house ever. Yeah. This is not. The, absolutely not. Uh, we are from Louisville, Kentucky. Um, a sold-out 4,900 people. <laughs> yeah. Not the biggest arena in not the world. Not the biggest. So they start off with highlights of SummerSlam, of... Uh, Summerfest. Summerfest. Uh, Super Brawl Saturday. Oh, is that Jeremy Piven? Yes. Yeah. Super Brawl Saturday. Of course, um, uh, and it was the it was the the whole Brett tries to hit Taker with a chair. Sean takes the chair because Sean's a specialist referee. Sean takes the chair away. Brett spits in his face. But let's not gloss over the spit. Oh, it the spit was, was that was a not a work great spit, at all. spit. That that was Brett legitimately hating Sean and getting like getting the like, green light to spit in Sean's but like, face. I. Even if you asked me to, I couldn't get a spit like that. Like, mine sprays. I can't get, like, a good... A loogie? Yeah. Like, hawking a loogie? Yeah, I can't either. Because that was a... That, it was solid. I mean, Brett probably built that up for, like, I was going to say, I'm thinking... He probably, like, wasn't even paying attention to his match with Undertaker. Yeah. He's just like, I gotta get this Just, spit. like, snorting and hawking. Like... <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but... And, and, and it, holding it under his tongue like and a blade. And same to Vince a few months later when he gets screwed. Another great spit maybe there. Bre maybe Bret, Bret Hart, great spitter. Brett's just a spitter. Not a swallower. Not a swallower. Uh, so yeah, he spits in Sean's face. And Sean goes to hit him with a chair and his The Undertaker. And then, very begrudgingly, while staring Brett in the it's face. It's very funny. Cast the count of three count. he hates Brett. In real life. In real life and in storyline. Yeah. He does still, at the end of the day, count the three for Brett. Yeah. He could have, you know, not counted three. 
Yeah, or, or he could have hit Brett with the chair and pulled Taker on top. He had of him. so many options. Yeah. He didn't have to automatically count the pinfall for the thing he cheated on. <laughs> yeah. But I guess in his mind, he did. At the end of the day, he was a professional. He's like, I made a mistake. But noted I'm here, professional. But I noted professional, especially in 1997. Yeah. Big time professional, Shawn Michaels. A guy who, uh, what, five minutes earlier, five minutes, five months earlier, definitely didn't fake an injury so he didn't have to lose to Bret Hart at WrestleMania. It, it did get us a silly uh, Sid title run for all of It got us a silly Sid months. title run. It got us Sid shitting his pants at WrestleMania, which probably going with the odds, uh, Bret or Shawn would not have shit their pants in at theory, WrestleMania yeah. in the title match. Yeah. So it ha- it has a benefited us one extra WrestleMania main event pant shitting that we wouldn't have had otherwise. Yeah. So I in at the end of the day, I guess it worked out for it the best. It worked out. Uh so yeah, obviously it's it's the build up to uh next month's in your house, uh which is of course the first Hell in a Cell. Bad blood with bad blood two D's in bad. Um, so after they show the highlights, why were there two D's in bad? Because uh, it's cooler to have two D's, just like it's cool to have a Z at the end of your name. Hardy I mean, I'm boys, not. Uh, I'm not arguing. Boys, uh, Edge and Christians. <laughs> I'm not arguing the Z thing. That's irrefutably cool. Uh, yeah. So after they show the highlights of that, they show a bunch of people after the show <laughs> outside. And since it took place in New Jersey, you can imagine the amount of fat pigs <laughs> that they were interviewing. There's a bunch of Jersey rubes. It was great. About uh, Sean doing it on purpose and being a scumbag and blah, blah, blah. Um, so then we sort of get more video footage of Sean, like, not taking responsibility and feuding with Taker, which leads to Taker taking so many unprotected chair shots. Man. It was like four or five. So, yeah, so Sean blasts Taker in the head. Taker blades as he's falling down. Yes, you can see his hand go up, and then he falls. It was... A great blade. It was a good job. It was, it was a, a great, very blade. good blade. Loved it. Yeah. Sits up, blood everywhere, and Sean absolutely fucking cracks yeah, him again. Just, no hand up, no nothing. Care. Just yeah. chair to brain. Loved it. Loved it. It was very good. I miss it. I mean, everyone's like, "Oh, it causes concussions." Of course, it causes <laughs> concussions. Do it. Like, honestly, get concussions for my amusement when I wrestle. I don't want to get concussions. Sure. But that doesn't mean that you can't. I I have actively had, I think, question mark, six concussions. That's solid numbers. Uh, three from wrestling, two from wrestling. Oh, that's barely any. Uh, one from Nick enzigering me in the back of the head. Just a straight up kick. And like one it. from me rolling in the way of Kelly running, running the yeah, ropes. Yeah, that, that was a tough one. And then also trying to do the Ishii second rope stalling uh, Brainbuster yeah. and then losing uh, Goodwin, Goodwin, I guess. Yeah, and wanting to protect him more than hurting myself. Yeah, so I protected him and didn't protect my head and smacked my and head. Further again. hurt yourself. Um, but I mean, I took like way after that, like two years later, took a completely unprotected chair shot from Steve and like didn't even feel it. So maybe it's not as bad as we think it is. Or maybe your head's numb now. <laughs> you know what? If my head is numb, Scott, start swinging. All right. Let's let's test this out. Happy to do it. It's it's a real um, 
what's Milhouse's mom's new boyfriend? Uh, Laser? Blazer? Laser's the one she dates, and Blazer's his partner that she cheats on him with. <laughs> and then they so. have the American Gladiator fight in the front yard. Yeah, yeah it's a real Bart, um, Blazer, Laser letting him hit him with a chair, and then he goes home and hits Homer with it. <laughs> yeah, that's... Hopefully I'm Laser and not Homer. Yes. Or is Laser and Blazer dodgeball? I don't know. Anyways. Turbo. Turbo? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Malibu? That's a real one. That's a real American Gladiators. Um, is that a boy one? That, that's that a boy one named Malibu. Should, that should be a girl one. I mean, yeah, but he was like long, luscious, Although maybe it's, hair. it's true. But, and maybe it's just because we're talking about Simpsons and now I'm thinking about Malibu Stacy. Ah, yeah. Definitely not Barbie. No. And she's got a new hat. Uh, Malibu, Malibu, Malibu. Where the fuck are you, Malibu? Oh, maybe he wasn't an original. Maybe oh, maybe it was, was just a hot guy you dreamed of. No, it's a guy. <laughs> Darren McBee. Was he first on the list? Uh, of he, gladiators? He was. Why? Because he's... What's he, it based he, on? He's the first one, I guess... I don't know. Oh, just like when they were introduced? Maybe, He yeah. was in the first wave? Yeah. Uh, is anybody in oh there yeah so blah 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 so he's only in season one and that's it okay and then there's Lace and there's Zap okay Lace is a girl Gemini yeah okay good Gemini that, that's insane Nitro uh, Sunny Blaze Bronco Gold Laser Gold? yeah Ta gold? Tanya Knight Gold sucks Gold's a shit name is she a wrestler? I feel like she's a wrestler oh she's a bodybuilder for um, uh, what did I get? Gold, laser, jade, titan, diamond, ice, thunder, turbo, storm, tower, viper, atlas, did it, cyclone. Did anyone Electra get two words? A second lace. Second lace. So get out of town. One lace was in the first three seasons. She died, but was hurt for the majority of ninety one, ninety two, ah. and second lace appeared in ninety two, ninety three, only on two episodes. The uh, the, fir the first lace died, and they didn't tell anyone. Just replaced her. Model. Yeah. Okay. Havoc. Saber. Siren. Saber's Sky. Cool. Dallas. Hawk. Jazz, Rebel, and Tank. And so, I tricked my mom and sister into naming our cat Saber because shit. my childhood friend across the street, Clark, named his cat Nitro oh, after man. the Nitro Gladiator. Sick. So I tricked them into naming Saber Saber because I'm like, he kind of looks like a saber-toothed tiger. And they were like, yeah. And I was like... And <laughs> also, I'm gay for muscle men. <laughs> uh, no, he, he was like the big, mean black one. Oh, like, he was bald head and just, like, very angry. It's pretty woke of young Drew. Hey, but he was pretty fun. To name your kitty cat after a person of color. And then I click on his name. And he's... It turns out he never and existed. It, no, and it takes me to... He played Jax in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Huh, good for Interesting. him. Interesting. Saber and Jax. Well, look at you. He And he actually got metal arms for that role, right? Yes. Yeah. He had his old ones removed. Cool metal ones put on. Apparently, they released an album of the soundtrack. But of American it's just Gladiators? Queen, We Will Rock You. Okay. Our boy, Gary Glitter. Yep. The Movement Jump. Never done anything bad, Fabulous Gary Thunderbirds, Tough Enough. Pat Benatar, Hit Me With Your Best Shot. Yellow, Oh, oh Yeah, and Scandal the Warrior. 
I mean, those are good. And then a songs. bunch of just like made for the TV show, like just a bun- soundtrack, stuff. a bunch of synthesizer and lasers, I assume. Yeah. And then they rebooted it in 2000, and then they rebooted it in 08 yeah. with Hulk Hogan. That's right. And Le- Layla Ali. And then oh, Layla Ali. Oh, that's it. There was a Jeopardy question recently. Oh. Uh, where the answer was Layla Ali. And it was very clear, like, the, the question for all intents and purposes was, who's Muhammad Ali's What about daughter? intensive purposes? Also intensive purposes. Uh, yeah, it was, who is Muhammad Ali's daughter? And the first, uh, there were two wrong ones. Both were funny. But that, the first answer was definitely Tatiana Ali. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. The right answer. I was like, fuck yeah, Ashley Banks. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Uh, okay, <laughs> back to the pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. Um, so the first match was the indecent proposal match of Goldust, who they referred to as Dustin, Dustin Runnels, Runnels several times. Getting real. Uh, versus Brian Pillman. Yeah. Uh, this had some uh, very funny things in the build-up. Uh, it was Pillman claiming that he, that Dustin's daughter was his love child with Marlena. Yeah, and the daughter's three years old. So, like, yeah. this is, this. it's not like... He's not saying, I just fucked your wife. Yeah. He's saying, I fucked your wife four years ago. Before I was even in the company. Yeah. Before you were in the company. I mean, I guess they were in WCW together. That is true, but they don't know that. The but audience they, doesn't The know audience that. doesn't know that. He's like, I fucked Alexandra York. Of the of the York... Exchange, of, of the York, York Foundation. York Foundation. Yeah. And, uh, With uh, Richard Gibson. Richard Gibson, you say? Yeah, is that, that that's the long name for uh for for four minutes of heat member and guy we know Ricky Gibson? Yes, <laughs> I see. Good job. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, I should hit up. I should hit up Richard Gibson. Richard I like Gibson. him. Uh, so the match is that if Goldust loses. Pillman, Pillman gets, gets to rate Marlena for 30, 30 days. 30, 30 days of, of her using her as a concubine. Yeah. And if Goldust wins, Pillman will quit WWF forever. Yeah. So that... Hey, if you guys are getting what, excited about... Because this is now the second pay-per-view in a row with a Brian Pillman match. And yes. you're like, hey, I'm getting into this Brian Pillman. I like Pillman. this feud. Don't get too attached. So... The... Um, Nothing happens the day of the next in your house, does it? Does anything important happen? No. No, nothing Nothing happens. No, we'll get to that next week. Yeah. Uh, so, at the beginning, they there, there is a reference by Jerry Lawler about Brian Pillman going on hard copy. Yeah, and I was like, oh shit, that was a good and, show. And like revealing the, the truth behind his affair with uh, Marlena. What a great, like late afternoon early evening show yeah or like a like a couple episodes on a saturday or sunday absolutely yeah hard copy inside edition y'all remember that inside edition because it was oh. uh that's where uh bill o'reilly goes start was inside edition. oh because it, it will do it live was inside edition oh yeah that's right yeah. fucking thing sucks because it was i those shows sort of still exist, but not really, because it was. I was saying it was like a, it's like a combination between TMZ and Dateline, kind of. It's kind like of. Between T, like it's some celebrity shit and some crime. 
hard cop. I guess it's just like a trash news show at the end of the day, right? Yeah. It's just, it's news for dummies. Hard copy was on from 89 to 99. Good years. Those are Scott years right there. Those are Scott years. Yeah. And Inside Edition. I saw my share of hard copy. I'm going to say Inside Edition ran longer than 10 years. Didn't Inside Edition have... It had lots of people. Geraldo Rivera for a while. He might have made a stop there. Uh, according to this, Inside Edition still is on the air. Still on the air. Amazing. There is an episode tonight. I wish. I mean, on Wednesday, July last Wednesday, 7th, on <laughs> past Wednesday, definitely not right now. Uh, Three thousand one hundred and five episodes. Good numbers. It started in nineteen eighty-eight. Predated and postdated. Yep. Hard copy. And... Hard copy had the cooler opening though. I'm going to be honest, I was a little, when I was young, when it was first on, I was a little scared of the hard copy intro because it was so aggressive. Because I, I think it might have been like a, a typewriter or like a stamp type thing where like the hard copy was like really like loud and uh, in your face and it was uh, overstimulating for my uh, small autistic mind. What have you found? Oh, this here? is a movie called. It's, hard oh, copy. you found hard copy the movie. <laughs> that yeah that yeah and I and like it's like oh, a, oh I put the good oh, one and we're right into Charles, Charles Manson. Manson yeah but that that was the yeah you found it so I like that it's a Charlie Manson profile and then a profile on Latin soap star and actress musician Talia okay so literally what I said celebrities yeah. and crime yeah and ideally then... celebrities doing crimes. Inside Edition. Inside Edition didn't scare me. It was no, the less scary it's, of the it, two. It, it's more newsy. Yeah. Like, it's more of an introduction to news. Yeah, baby's first news. Oh, this is like recent uh, Inside Edition. There, uh, There is something very weird about seeing follow us on Twitter Inside for Edition? Inside Edition. Because I those two things don't coexist for me. Yeah, this is the Inside Edition I, I think of. That yes, that logo for sure. Yeah. Ooh, weird circles. Weird oh, circles, like crop circles. What does it mean? Was crop circles copyrighted so they couldn't call it that? And crop dusting. <laughs> of course. You can't crop dust or crop circles. Um, okay, so uh, <laughs> when we were talking about uh, when Goldust came to the ring, he appeared to have painted his face in a very kitty manner. Yeah. Like, he kind of had kitty nose. He kind of had some stripes. And I'm like, is he a kitty cat? And you're like, yeah, I think he is. Which comes into play. He he also had uh, some big runs up his ass of his gear. Like, his gear had been, like, worn out. Yeah, it was like, it was like stockings running. Yeah, it yeah. looked real bad. Uh, at one point, Pillman, like, backs him up to the ropes and proceeds to bite his nose. However. But it looks like they're kissing. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like... Look, <laughs> if you're gonna paint yourself up like a kitty cat, people are gonna kiss you. They're gonna kiss you. I like I, I said. I, I hate to I hate to victim blame here, <laughs> but honestly, this is a classic. Look at what you were wearing situation. <laughs> if you're gonna wear kitty face paint, you're gonna get kissed. Yeah. Uh, Drew, Drew, can you attest to this? I will attest to that. Yeah. I there. Uh, 
so yeah, the, the match is a lot of um, Pillman just being a scumbag. There was a very funny, uh, before the match, there was a very funny clip of him running around the ring from Goldust, and as he runs past Marlena, oh. he like sort of reaches out like to he fake does, like, a, her like butt. A, like a, yeah, a fake ass pinch. But he's way too far from yeah. her, but like he... But it's he, like, like he, it was a... A joking attempt at it. Yeah, he, he pretends funny. like he really is going to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the match itself is whatever. It's not bad. They, do, mean, they, do a Pillman, big, they do a big suplex on the ramp. Considering Pillman only has one working leg. Yeah, let's uh, give him some credit. It, the guy can't, like, backstage, apparently, he, like, he can't move. Yeah, he had he has to, like, get... <laughs> He's, like, in a wheelchair. A wheelchair to, from from the, the change room to the entranceway. Yeah. And then he hobbles his way to the ring. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they, they do a big suplex on the stairs. Uh, or ramp. sorry, on the ramp, yeah. uh, which like Pillman hits and o- looks like he doesn't even like get hurt because he's so pilled, pilled up. up. <laughs> yeah. Um, then Brian Pillman. Pillman. Uh, there's definitely there's a very very good gold dust uh, from a squatting position. Oh yeah. Stands all the way up into, into an electric, electric chair, chair. Yeah. and like. Goldust from full squat to standing is very high. Yeah. Not like Pillman's heavy, but like that's that's some good squat right there. Yeah, it was a good squat. Um so eventually Goldust goes for the curtain call, Pillman's arm hits the referee. Yeah. Which is a theory, a theme of this match and the main event. Yeah. Uh, Earl takes a bump, and then we just discussed how, in kayfabe terms, Earl Hebner is like the the worst referee, a buffoon, because he, he just constantly looks like an idiot. <laughs> like getting like he, he of all the like interference or cheap shots, foreign objects, things that like he constantly misses because he's always getting hit and taking forever to get up. He just looks like such a buffoon as a referee. Yeah. So uh, Goldust hits the curtain call. Earl's down. He goes to check Earl. Marlena gets up to toss in her clutch bag to Goldust, but Pillman stops her, gets it, clobbers Goldust, gets the pin, and then runs off with Marlena. Jerry Lawler gets the clutch bag off the floor, and he opens it up, and then... Realizes there's a brick inside, so they were gonna so they were gonna cheat and knock out him. So uh, Pillman grabs her. They run to the back. They immediately get in his car, and then I think Lawler makes some reference to like he can hardly wait to celebrate with his trophy or something like that. Yeah, something but cool like that. He says hardly wait, and then it's like one one thousand, <laughs> two one thousand. Like he's just sitting there in the car, in the car, because Goldust has to run from the ring yeah. all the way to the back to get to the car before he pulls away, which he eventually does. So, and then the next match is our first viewing of young Mr. Brian Christopher Lawler, uh, yes. who I, ge- I guess has had matches between last in your house and this in your house. I was going to say, the, um, the light heavyweight division has gone somewhat downhill. It's become much whiter. Between last in your house and this in your house. Last in your house, Takamichinoku versus Great Suzuki. Two Japs. Two jabs and two, like, Hall of Fame-level talents. I don't know if I would call Taka a Hall really? of Fame-level Really? You need talent. to watch more Rich Knuckle Pro, son. Eh. What Hall of Fame are we talking? Pro wrestling. Eh. <laughs> we'll see. We will see. You and Isaacs. <laughs> and we've gone from that, two months later, to... 
Brian Christopher versus Scott Putzky, white, son, of, son of a world champion, a white man, and a and I guess I mean they're both white, but very leathery skin tanned white men. Scott Putzky is an Adonis. Oh, he's he's peak level Ultimate Warrior like body. It's crazy. Like, I didn't remember that. I always remembered him being like chunkier, but yeah. maybe I'm thinking of David San Martino. Like maybe. maybe in my head, but I always imagined him like sons of seventies world champions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I kind of remembered him being like like short and thick, not thin, like like cut. He looks unbelievable. <laughs> he's got he's got a Jesus swimmer's body. Yeah, yeah. He's he's sexy Jesus. If if this match had gone differently, he what, would what would have happened? Still be world champion now. <laughs> well, they they do need to bring back f- stars from the past. It's true. And he's only... It doesn't say on here. I was going to say he's only 40. Uh, he'd be older than he's 40. He's in his 50s for sure. But he was young in 97. So he'd be... 55. 55. I was thinking, yeah. 50-something. Is Ivan Putsky still alive? No. Did he yes. died... He's 80. Good for him. He's still alive. He's Polish. Oh, really? The Polish hammer? His name is Józef Bednarski. Nice. That is a Polish name. Uh, Where did he live in the 1940s? America? (laughs) He was born in German-occupied Poland. That's a place to be born. But he might not be the the kind they were looking for. No, I think he uh, probably got to live on the good side of town. Five foot six? Wow. 250 pounds. That is a build. And Scott was 5'11", 260. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Same weight, distributed very differently for the two of them. You- but that is wild that they had a five foot six world champion. Yeah. That's crazy. But uh, I'm sure, like, obviously a different time. I, I guess that's kind of pre-Giants. Yeah, and also if that was more like, like 80s. on television at the time, like, it's not like now where you have, yeah. you know, full access to, like, photos and internet and stuff. Uh-huh. I'm sure that a lot of it was, like, the perception of TV or, like, oh, he's, like, his opponent is billed as six foot three. Yeah. So he's, like, five foot eleven or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, if I remember right, actually, I think Putsky uh, always stood on a box when he wrestled. <laughs> He's a real Tom Cruise? Yeah, he cruised they, it. They didn't dig a ditch next to yeah, him for they, his opponent? they never filmed below his waist. Mm. Uh, There's some movie magic. He wrestles... Did you know Tom Cruise does all his own stunts? I, I do. <laughs> so this is seven nine ninety seven, But before this... Seven fourteen ninety seven, Ivan and Scott Putsky versus Brian Christopher and Jerry Lawler Sick. on Raw. I might have to find that. We're gonna have to look it up after this. Yeah. Oh my God! There's also a Taka versus Tajiri. There is. Yeah, because same show. Because it was Canadian Stampede was Taka Suzuki. Next night on Raw, Taka Suzuki again. Then the next week on Raw was Taka Tajiri. It was a nice little run in uh, July. Interesting. And yeah. this is also Dude Love and Steve Austin winning the tag titles. So that's right. 
Huh, well, we might, we might have to look up that show. Yeah, let's look into our July 97 Raws. But also can't believe that Putsky's, uh, Ivan Putsky's still alive. Good for him. Uh, last match was... That one? Uh, no, he wrestled no. one in 99 for NWA New Jersey. Nice. Where he wrestled King Kong Bundy and won by DQ in front of 900 people. That's a decent amount of people. Rocco Rock, for, for a Gilberg, uh, Nova... Steve Carino, Giant Silva versus Tom Pritchard. Sick. Buddy Landell. The Nature Boy? Bill Irwin. The, the Goon? And the main event of Stevie Richards and the Pitbulls defeating Buddy Landell, Doug Gilbert, and Tom Brandy. Nice. Doug Gilbert and Tom and Buddy Landell worked double. It was a big day. I guess. It's a big day in New Jersey. I guess. Um. Anyways, Scott Putsky. Could could have been, could have been, would have been, should have been. <laughs> the biggest star in wrestling history. However, in this match, I mean, the, the match isn't much. The match is essentially just Vince and Jr. giving Lawler the gears on commentary yeah. for Christopher being his son, which Lawler says, "No, we just kind of look similar, and that's because we're both handsome." Yeah. So the the majority and we have of, and we have similar physiques. Similar physiques, yeah. Like the idea is just they're they're just. Using this to build up Lawler and Christopher. Yeah. They, like, put, put, there's not really a lot that goes on. I mean, Lawler... Christopher takes... took that sweet bump over the ropes. Yeah. Christopher has always been good at taking those jump... Jump... back Like, like mid-back first on the top rope and yeah. go to the floor. It's like the very infamous uh, from Royal Rumble 2000 or 2001 where Kane hits him with the garbage can. And he uh, does the bounce up, and then it was in video games. Right. So, yeah, the, the, he's very good at taking silly ass bumps. Um, one one thing we did notice in the in the Pillman Gold uh, Dust match was how how little give the ring had when they were taking bumps. Like it yeah, was there, so there fucking was one, solid, and it was a real nice bump too. It was Gold Dust going for a bulldog and Pillman shoving him off and him landing and taking on his a back. Big back bump. And there was no, no bounce to that. Yeah, ring. no None. bounce whatsoever. It was, yeah, it was a canvas over granite. <laughs> over, yeah. It was a granite uh, ring. Uh, they, they stole it from ancient Greece, <laughs> where they would have matches on granite and then fuck little boy's thighs. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the, the match is nothing. Like, you can tell that they're trying to get behind Putzky. Like, he, he, gets, he gets to shine. Yeah. But unfortunately... Uh, he go he goes to the floor and Christopher goes to do does, does Christopher do a standing somersault plancha? Yes. Yeah. I don't think he runs. I think he stands. Yeah, I and think goes. he stands yeah. like a slingshot. A slingshot somersault, somersault plancha yeah. to the floor, and when Putsky catches him, his knee kind of pops and bends the wrong way. He goes down. Chris, uh, Christopher gets in the ring, and then it's a countout finish yeah, because like, oh, he's hurt for because Putsky's like shoot hurt, and then yeah. we looked. It's the it's last, last match, match he has in the company, WWF. and he doesn't wrestle again for another six months. No, what did I say? May, June, maybe. I so like, think you said May. So yeah, like seven months. Yeah, and he just becomes like a jobber Eight in WCW, months, yeah. and and that's it. Um, Sucks yeah, for him because like went anywhere. He he really honestly like looked like a million. I mean, bucks. he looks like, like a he looks, Vince guy. Yeah, he looks like a guy that Vince can one hundred percent get behind. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it was four minutes count out finish. It's whatever. 
Speaking of whatever, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so we get the the leaders of gang warfare in a triple threat. Yes. So you get uh, Savio Vega representing the Los Bariquas. Do they at some point do like the four on yes. four on four? There, match there is do? there is a gang warfare at some point. I just don't remember where it is. Yeah, but it seems I, like I know it sh- for sure. It seems like it should be at Survivor Series, but I'm almost positive. It's not. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it is. But let me just let me. No, I don't want IW or WWC. Get out of here, WWC. They did Los Bariquas for a lot after WWF. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, that works. That's kind of evergreen in Puerto Rico. You can just do that forever. Okay. Although, I, like, is it even a gimmick? Like, because their gimmick no. is that they're Puerto Rican. No. So yeah. how does that even work in Puerto Rico? I guess Rico? their faces. Everyone's Puerto Rican. I guess Rican. they're baby faces. They're the best Puerto Ricans. Yeah. They're the best at being Puerto Rican. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um. Okay. They they wear the ribbon during the parade. <laughs> Do you wear the ribbon? Who? Who would not wear the Who ribbon? Who would not wear the ribbon? Uh, Scott, I'm gonna say no. They never did it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't look like they did. That's a so stupid. Like there, there are several like there are several matches that involve members from all the teams. So there's like, but there's never four on. There's four like on a, four. there's there's four on fours. Yeah, there's three of, on, there's, of two of the yeah, factions. There's three on threes. Yeah, um, and there's a triple threat which with one of each of the three. Yeah, but. They never do. So in, in your the next in your house we get four on four. We get DOA and the Brequas. Okay. Then the then the in your house after that at nineteen we get three on three of Brequas and DOA. Okay. So I guess at some point they just take the nation out huh. and it's just Puerto Ricans versus neo Nazis, which is cool. Yeah, I guess. That is so stupid. They never did though. I can't. I mean, you're telling me that. So they kind of feud all the way until. Uh, I mean, some would say the Puerto Ricans and neo-Nazis are feuding to this day. <laughs> yes. The, so the last interaction between the two is in April 98. Okay. So it goes all the way till then, but it, it kind of looks like it's just DOA and the Bariquas. It's not the, the last sort of involvement of the nation. The nation had bigger fish to fry. And they really did. They, they they got everything handed to them, all these two shit teams <laughs> with only like one good worker. Eh, uh, no, the Puerto Ricans are all good. I was gonna. I was trying to pick the one on each. Uh, no, I, I, uh, I was implying one. Eight ball. <laughs> okay, one of the Harris brothers, Jesus Castillo. Castillo. I think is all, the one good one. On all each. four Bariquas are good. Yes, none of the DOA are good. I believe you are correct. Yeah, I believe your assessment is accurate. Uh, it would appear, as far as television goes, there is no formal. Los Bariquas versus Nation. Ever. No. Wow. There might be singles or non-televised stuff, but yeah. there there is literally no match huh. that says Los Bariquas versus the Nation or versus Nation or yeah. whatever. Huh. So they obviously just changed their minds to, okay, blacks have something more important to do. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the Latinos and the whites, you can feud. Yeah. Um, and it will go nowhere. <clears throat> So, yeah, so Savio Vega versus Crush versus Farouk. The match sucked. It was very boring other than a couple of good things. Uh, for whatever reason, Farouk decided to do a go high flying, which is yeah. not something you are very Don't see a lot of Farouk see. off the top rope. Uh, you There was a hilarious 
Uh, Savio oh, goes for a swing neckbreaker. They... He does. He turns the right way, and Farouk decides to rotate the other way. For, like so... it was so like counterintuitive too, because like when a guy grabs you for a swing and neckbreaker, just swing the way he's going. Let the moment like. The other guy is initiating it. Just go with the momentum. It's like gay sex. Yeah. If the other guy's starting, just go with what the other guy's doing. It. Farouk's the bottom in this situation. He's a bad bottom. He's a bad bottom. Yeah. So he's he's throwing off the rhythm. He's 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 pumping like syncopated with where the other guy's pumping. <laughs> Nothing's working. Yeah. He spins the absolute wrong way. It looks Awful. retarded. Yeah. It looks and terrible. the crowd lets them have it. Oh, the crowd absolutely hates them. They knew what they saw. Yeah. They 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 are booing the the colors in this match. Uh, then there is maybe our favorite part of the match, which is Crush and uh, Savio decide they want to work together. Yep. So Crush gets Farouk up for a pile driver. Mm-hmm. They decide to do a spike Crush pile driver, and it looks awful because Crush was doing the pile driver. Because Crush is doing a pile and driver, and even though he does a pile driver every match, it's always bad. Like he's never done a, even even an acceptable pile driver. No, he's bad al- every he time. always goes sideways goes sideways on his like thigh and hip yeah and their head is like 10 feet off the ground or they're like bent up sort of so it's like their their shoulders are hitting the mat Mm -hmm. it looks awful he's he's never done a good one but god damn it he likes doing (laughs) it he loves it um uh, yeah and, and and the finish is uh crush hits the heart punch on farouk uh, Savio runs in and hits him with a spe- with a spinning heel kick, and he pins Crush. AKA the finish to every three way. The finish to every three way, or almost every Owen Hart and Bulldog tag match. A spinning heel kick. A yes. spinning heel kick, especially if you're uh, Billy Gunn, because that was his kryptonite. Absolutely. Um, next is an excellent, excellent treat uh, of minis. Yes. So we get El Torito, not that El Torito for anyone no. who's aware. Fat El Torito. For, former Mini Vader. Mini Vader. I, I think future Mini Vader. Future Mini Vader. Yeah. Uh, against Max Mini. Yeah. Uh, Masquerade Sagrada Jr. Yeah. And great. if you are not, like, I know a lot of people that listen, uh, listen because they enjoy Scott and I saying inappropriate and racist and sexist and uh, slightly homosexual things on this podcast. And purring. But. And purrs. And also me talking really directly into the microphone so that Scott can't hear what I'm saying. Because, uh, yeah. So we, we know, our, we know our, our market, right? And there's, there's a lot of you that don't give a fuck about wrestling or don't like wrestling. I think that... Check this out. I think you should do yourself a favor and, yeah. and watch this mini-match. It's fun as shit. It is very... Even if you don't like wrestling or you don't get wrestling... You'll like this, the acrobatics. This isn't like wrestling wrestling. Yeah. This is all about just like... It's like watching Cirque du Soleil, but with little people. Yeah, this is wrestling for non-wrestling fans. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you'll watch it and you'll think, it's really cool that they could do that. Yeah. Granted, they, like, Max Mini weighs, what, like, they they claimed 85 pounds. Too high! But yeah, he's like... Too high! He's like 55 pounds. Because it wasn't... Tur- he's like three foot seven. Well, wasn't Torito announced at like 110 or something? I'm like, yeah. he's double the size. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he, Max Mini is 50 pounds. He's 55 pounds. Because he's three foot seven. He's a baby. Three foot seven and 85 like, pounds. Look, a goddamn chode. Look. <laughs> I like, look. I, I tell a lot of people that I'm baby. He's baby. He's baby. Max Mini is baby. Is he bae? He's bae. <laughs> Max Mini is bae. <laughs> 
But yeah, I think I think if you if you're not a wrestling Which fan is, at all, and you hate, and you hate the like the acting and the storytelling and like you you know you think it's stupid that this match is actually for you because it's just about like the athletics. And it's the, just fun. It's really fun. Like go out of your way yeah. to watch Max Mini versus El Torito. Yeah, it is great. In, in your house, Ground Zero, September 1997. Yeah, do it. Or you're off the podcast. Yeah. How about yeah. that? How about that, guys? How about you do the work this time? Yeah. Why is it always on us? Yeah. Why? Why? You can watch this. Why has it always got to be the black man? Yeah. Get yourself. Get yourself. It's up to you to decide which one of us is black. The peacock. To be fair, yeah. Scott is from India. That's. And I'm from Afghanistan. Not accurate. But we are both part black. Correct. We're both black. We're both black. We're both white. We're both Arab. And- <laughs> I was going a different way. We're black and white Arabs? I was going literal colors. Oh. We're we're both black, we're both white, and then I got some orange and you got some gray. (laughs) Correct. Yeah. Uh, Unless you look at that. Um, Sure. So, yeah, I mean, the match is really fun. And and a little bit of pink. And a little bit of pink. Uh, Where it counts. (laughs) (laughs) I got a pink and a stink. Uh, So right when the match starts, somebody in the crowd unfolds a three... Three layered oh. sign that says HBK. So the first line says HBK. Yeah. The second line says sucks. SUX. SUX. And the bottom line says DIX. Yeah. HBK sucks dicks. It is the, but mm. it is it is the correct spelling. Of sucks dicks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It is. Uh, you sell. Um, uh, what is it? I S U X D I X. I S D U X. I sell you Xerox Use digital interface Xerox, digital or I sure xylophone do I xylophone. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was on our shit well before we we, we yeah, were even this aware. Predates even aware that each other existed. This predates our I sucks dicks by thirteen years, and where we stole it from, which was the Zat Galifianakis special, which I think is around two thousand six. So this even predates that by nine years. Maybe it was Zach in the audience. Maybe Zach. Maybe it was. Maybe it was Zach's sign. Maybe. Maybe Zach has been on the sucks dicks train for <laughs> since day one. Since he <laughs> since he was in out cold or yeah, earlier. Out cold. Good reference. Um, or since he was on Boston Public. Boston Public. I remember watching Boston Public and I didn't. and thinking I'm too young for this. <laughs> this is a grown-up show. This is this is more of a young adult show. This is a grown-up show, and I'm baby, and I'm a little child. Yeah, all I remember is Michael Rappaport and Fivish Finkel, the greatest name in the history of anything. Chai McBride, Chai McBride, yeah, and some lady. Yeah, I assume there had to be a bitch on the show. I don't remember her name. the no. The heavier set woman from Boston Legal. I don't know. Can you pull her name? Character actress Margot Martindale? No, no, no. Kathy Bates. No. Kathy Lee Bates. That's not who I'm thinking Kathy of. Kathy Lee Gifford. Hoda Boston Coatby. Public. Four seasons. A David E. Kelly jam. Of course it was. Oh, Chris Evans. Oh, young No, nope. Loretta Devine is the woman, but that's not who I was thinking of. You're thinking of the uh, white Jerry woman. Ryan. Nikki oh. Cat. Rashida Jones. Her name is just Nikki Cat? He... A what? guy. It's Who's, a guy. Bring him up. Nicky Cat. You, you've probably seen him in shit. Oh, he looks... Yeah. Yeah. He looks like Zachary Quinto's dad. Gay, his straight dad? Because Zachary Quinto's gay? His straight dad. Not his, yeah, not his not daddy. Not his gay dad. Not his daddy. Yeah. 
Tom McCarthy, uh, Academy Award Oh, Academy nominee. Award winner, if he also produced Oh, he did, Spotlight? he did Spotlight. Yeah, right. Yeah. So he's won an Oscar, correct. And he's probably been nominated for more because he does a bunch of stuff. Uh, nominee for Spotlight for Achievement in Directing. Nominee and for... Nominee for uh, Best Writer of an Original Screenplay for Up. And nominee for uh, Best Picture of All Time for Adam Sandler's The Cobbler. We should still, we should watch that. No, I bet, you, I bet you it's good. Didn't we try and stop? No, I don't think so. There's still time. Uh, <laughs> I guess there Boston, is still time. Boston Legal. Who's the heavy set lady? Oh, it's not Boston Legal. It's something else. I'm thinking of. You don't know what you're doing. I don't know. I, all those shows, like I didn't watch any Boston of them. Legal is just Spader and Shatner. That's yeah. It. I didn't watch any of them, so they all kind of blend together yeah. in my head. Uh, na- name another name another thing that was lawyer had lawyers around that time. The practice. Ah, that's maybe what I'm thinking of. We're talking Dylan McDermott. Oops. We're talking Cameron S- Manheim. Sorry for bumping the microphone. We're everyone. talking. Name one more. A third person on the practice. You're killing me. Uh, Kelly Williams, nope. Steve Harris, Laura nope. Flynn Boyle. Cameron Manheim was who I was thinking of. Oh, you were? Yeah. We got there. Uh, I know her as Toby from Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. Ah. Fuck off, Toby. Michael Bataluco. I know Mike. How, how do you... What do you picture Michael Bataluco in? Oh, I, I got one thing for him. Him being a scumbag Italian in something. Yes. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? He's the babyface killer in Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Yes, he is. Yeah. Not my first pull for him though uh he's berkowitz in summer of sam oh my god that's what that's how i picture him being yelled at by a dog except for he didn't do it he did the dog did it yeah the dog did it (laughs) everyone guys everyone knows berkowitz was set up and the dog did it son of sam yeah is that movie good i think that movie's good isn't it i think it is good it's a spike lee joint i know three things about it I know the opening song is the Legend of Bob O'Reilly by The Who, mm-hmm. which I like. Yeah. Uh, I know it's by Spike Lee, and I know that a dog yells at Michael Butler, and, and that's it. Yes. In my head, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty good. In my head, it's a non-shitty Spike Lee movie. Also, uh, if I'm not mistaken, because what year is it? It's like 99. Uh, this was me discovering uh, Jennifer Esposito. As, yeah, a, yeah. as a teenage boy, and that led to a lot of things. A good thing to discover. A lot of a lot of things happened. Things happened. Um. Anyways, <laughs> back to the pay per view. <laughs> uh, so at one point, Max Mini ends up going to the floor. He runs over and jumps on Jerry Lawler's lap. Yep. Um, and he takes Jerry Lawler's crown and puts it on his head and Lawler like full on like co- cold cocks his, pu- his hand back and he's gonna punch I'm gonna this, punch this gonna baby punch this LP in the face <laughs> until Vince like hooks his arm and is like under, under no circumstances <laughs> am I going to allow you to do that is what Vince says and so Law- uh, uh, JR from the other side of the commentary booth says hey uh, 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 Jerry why don't you just pretend that that was Brian when he was young Very funny. and then Lawler like gets kind of fed up with JR making Brian Christopher <laughs> references. Um, they did seem to maybe blow the finish. We're not really sure. The finish sure. seemed there odd because little... it was like, it was building up, building up. They did like a big, cool uh, leaping off the top rope Rana. Yeah. And then like jumped into a victory roll. Yeah. Uh, Max Mini on Torito. But then like Torito just like rolled straight through the victory roll up to his feet. 
Then they there was just, a second. They kind of looked at eh, each other, and then he stomped. Him. And then it was just like stomp, whip off the ropes, sunset, sunset flip. flip, finish, finish, which was an odd finish it's, considering they did many more spectacular things before. Yeah, that. it's it's a it was a weird setup for sure, but I mean it doesn't take away from the rest. Still of fun the match. as fuck. Yeah, like you might have not even noticed it if we yeah. hadn't said anything. Uh, Maybe you still won't. Maybe you're stupid. Maybe you won't even watch it because you don't care about what we're talking about. You should watch it. Though. You should watch it though. So it's ne- on Peacock. Next, we get the. It's on Peacock or the internet. <laughs> yeah, or it's edited on Peacock, and you only get to see two matches. Uh, so next, they show from uh, SummerSlam of uh, Owen Hart doing the worst Tombstone in the history of wrestling, um, and crippling boy, Steve Austin. Oh boy. So outcome. So Jarrah's in the ring with Sergeant Slaughter. Out comes Dude Love. Dude Love says that he could just defend the tag titles, but the only reason he's got the tag titles is because of Steve Austin. And he's, I forgot he's Paralyzed got, Austin had two titles. Yeah. Because yeah. in the match where he got paralyzed, he still won the Intercontinental still won title. won the Intercontinental And title. was already... And was the tag champs. Tag team champions. So Dude Love says that with a heavy heart and a pained pancreas... Very funny. He will be forfeiting the titles... Uh, it's almost like Mick Foley's good at talking. It's almost like he's the best. Uh, so then Austin's music hits. He comes down and he is he is furious. He looks all he's, right for a broken neck. Yeah. For, well, we looked it up. He was only out for, what, three months? Not even? Three months. Yeah, with a broken freaking neck. Yeah. Um, so Austin comes out and he is hella fucking mean to JR and Vince. He flips off JR. He calls him a fat he's ass. He's so mean. He then, then he leans like, over the top rope and tells Vince to wipe that stupid smile off his face. Or he'll come out there and shove his foot up his ass. Uh, he, like, he's just super fucking mean to everybody. Cause like, yes, Steve Austin's a badass. Yeah. But he, he was like, but he's like, he's fully a baby face at this point. Yeah. He's a, he's a badass baby face, but he's a baby face, but he was just mean to like, of, like Jim Ross is a baby face too. And Vince is kind of too. And yeah. Like Vince isn't a heel. And, and, and Slaughter's the commissioner and yeah. like a good guy commissioner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Austin was just an asshole. <laughs> Just super fucking mean. So he he puts the belt down for Slaughter to pick up, and we're he like, doesn't hand it to him. Yeah. He makes him pick. Makes it up. Makes him pick it up, and then he jaw jacks like a dick Slaughter the whole way out of the ring. Then yeah. Dude Love gets out of the way, and then he he that that's when he yells at Jr. and calls him a fat ass. Yep. Jr. on the microphone says that like the fans are like behind him and they can't wait for him to get better and they want to see him back. And he goes and then uh, Stogel grabs the microphone and says, "Is that right? Well, how about this?" Bam stunner. Um, then he jaw jacks um, JR a bit, and then Dude Love sort of like gets down to help, um, get down to help, and then in comes like the the everybody from back. J- Jerry Briscoe comes in. Uh, does he? I guess he doesn't. He doesn't hit anybody else, right? He, no. He sort of just jaw jacks with people and gets out of the ring. Yeah. So Ross got the brunt. Yeah. Poor poor Jr. Poor Jr. Um, so what the ultimate conclusion was is that they forfeited the tag titles. So now we're going to have a fatal four-way uh, elimination match for the tag titles. So the teams are for, for so for us the first time we're seeing the headbangers. Then the God wins, and how do we know if they're good or bad? Mm-hmm. And they are not wearing shirts. Well, I'd say the answer is typically. Shirts. Shirts. Uh, The former champions, Bulldog and Owen Hart, and the Legion of Doom. 
Um, so, again, this match is kind of nothing. Like, no- nothing of note really happens other than, like, one thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's elimination. Um, it, it's just a, it's a very basic tag match. Nothing really happens. There's a lot of just like ain't like aggressive tags in and out. Yeah, it's like just, it's just there. You know, one guy like you know at one point like Hawk goes over and just like full on chops the bulldog, and then when bulldog gets angry, he goes like oh, I'm just making a tag. Yeah, I'm just making a tag. So it's just a bunch of that. There's a bunch of groundwork. There isn't really even any hot tags. Not really. Like it's just, and then eventually what ends up happening is. The referee gets distracted by Owen and Bulldog. Henry goes outside to get his slop bucket. Yeah. Hawk cuts him off, or Animal cuts him off, gets the bucket, hammers Phineas with it. The referee sees it and disqualifies them. <laughs> then Hawk takes it, clobbers Henry, and then while Henry and Phineas are on the ground, just gives them like the most love tappy, like silliest. boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop. Like, Lance Storm levels of chair shots, but with a bucket. <laughs> like, really trying to not make any se- severe it's, contact. Yeah, it's the safest bucket attack I've ever yeah. seen. Uh, so then, yeah. So they're, they're, they're eliminated by disqualification. Pretty quickly after that, the Headbangers eliminate the Godwins. Yeah. Just with, like, a Sunset Flip. and Because Sunset Flip is a yeah. death finisher, apparently. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so not not much, and then once it gets down to Owen and Bulldog versus the Headbangers, it gets a little better. Yeah, like there there is more f- structure of a match, um, but at one point Bulldog and I think Thrasher, yeah, because they 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 go to set Glenn. up the Glenn, Glenn Ruth, uh, they go to set up the the stage dive, and. The referee tries to get Thrasher down because he's not the legal man. Uh, Bulldog nuts him on the top rope. They get in the ring. They brawl the outside. Um, Owen hits. Maybe he hits a. You know, it isn't a heel kick. He hits something on. You, on, you want him to hit him. They want him to hit him. Um, but as he. No, gets, he does hit a heel kick on Bulldog. Bulldog's holding the guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. And Owen hits him. Thrasher gets dumped yeah, yeah. to the floor. Oh, Bulldog's hitting Mosh. Mosh ducks, gets the, the spinning heel kick. Yep. He goes to the floor. The referee's distracted by them getting thrown to the floor, which then Austin, broken neck and all, yeah. run, runs. Well, we thought they were going to do the stage dive, but yes. then Bulldog stopped That's them. That's what I said. Bulldog crotched them. Yeah. Thrasher got thrown to the floor. Yeah. Um, Austin runs with a broken freaking neck, yep. runs to the ring, hits a stunner on Owen, immediate rolls out of the ring, and Mosh gets the pin. And New champs. The headbangers win the tag titles. Yeah. So... And then Austin on the way back up is jawjacking like that's one, that's one. So I don't know if that means like he cost them the tag titles because he I don't know. Anyways, yeah, uh, it, the, yeah, the match is whatever. Um, something I ne- I don't think I ever appreciated is how good the names Mosh and Thrasher are. Good names. Like they really yeah. are good names. Those for are that good gimmick. names for the headbangers. Yeah. Much much like Henry O. Godwin and Phineas I. Godwin. Yeah. And Fatty A. Godwin. <laughs> They're on a real run of good uh individually named tag team members. Yeah. In the mid nineties. Really good. Um not so much skip and zip. Those are pretty good. The exception that proves the rule. Yeah. Um so next we get this big building promo package of the debut of who like the recently debuted the Patriot, uh, but they constantly re- refer to him as his real name. Recently debuted and whose career is it's going to be over in one month. In one month. So 
They talk about Del Wilkes, uh, R.I.P., who died a few weeks ago. Yeah, whose heart exploded life. a couple weeks ago. Um, they talked about him being a Heisman Trophy runner-up and a college like football superstar. They interview the guy who won the Heisman. 1980. And, and talking about Del. Uh, then they talk about him going they, from football to wrestling. They interviewed Jerry Sandusky. <laughs> they talked to Jerry Sandusky. So they had some horseplay. They, they horseplayed around in the locker room. He did some video, video footage for him. They interviewed um, Joe Paterno. Joe He had no comments. Joe Joe Um Then they... They surprisingly referenced him wrestling in All Japan. And showed. And showed him wrestling they, in All Japan. They showed a him and Kent, Kenta Kobashi against Gary Albright and Sabu. Sabu. Sabu boo. Sick team. Sick team. For sure. But yeah, like kind of a weird thing. Like I wouldn't imagine them doing it now. Ne- no. Maybe. They were, but... they were friendly with All Japan then. Yeah. Because like the, cause the, the new Blackjacks work the uh, work tag the league tag this league. December. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, they were friendly. You let us show some footage, and you can have a job or tag team we have. Huh. All right. You're gonna, you can have a former and future world champion. Yes. How do you like that? I, I don't. I, I don't. I hate it. Not one bit. I hate it. Uh, and they have mustaches. <laughs> they do have mustaches. And one of them is fat. Yeah. And one of them is going to be fat for the rest well, of his career. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they, yeah, so they're building up the Patriot as the challenger for Bret Hart for the title. Um, again, uh, this match is kind of boring. It's got three and a half and a quarter stars on, on, uh, for the observer. But I feel like the more I watch old Bret Hart, the more I think I kind of don't like Bret Hart. I think Bret Hart might have been bored. I think he's boring. I think Bret Hart's good matches are against exciting people. Yeah, or but bloody. if he's not with an exciting person, it's very boring. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I guess my tastes have changed as an adult. Like, getting older, you realize more of like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, you used to like... When you're a kid, you like sound technical wrestling. For sure. Now that you're an adult, you like midgets. <laughs> I do love midgets. Yeah. Yeah, boy, our, our son's a midget. <laughs> I'm a midget. No, you're not, Matthew McConaughey. That was a weird thing to say. <laughs> you had a circle jerk with midgets? I would love to have seen that. Weird. What a weird movie. A drama. Tiptoes, everybody. Check out Tiptoes. tiptoes. And the role of a lifetime, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. <sighs> he literally does Kermit the Frog. Um, <laughs> so again, yeah, this match is nothing. I wrote Brett is boring. Brett is boring. Um... It's, no it's, argument. It's really just a lot of technical stuff. I mean, at one point, like, the Patriots' big comeback is just arm drags. Yep. He just hits, like, four or five arm drags. Hits some arm drags. And Brett's just working, like, leg work and stuff. Like, it's, it's, this match is basic. Very, it's a basic bitch. Yeah, basic this really is match. the basic bitch of matches. Uh, so at one point, Bulldog comes down to be in Brett's corner because, of course, he's anti-Patriot. He's, yeah. he's British, and they don't like the Americans because they fought back against them and won. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he causes also a happy Fourth of July. Everyone. He causes a, a distraction, and Bulldog backs up the ramp, and the Patriot comes out and sort of stares him down up the rampway, and out comes Babyface Vader. Yep, uh, Babyface Vader comes out and beats the shit out of the Bulldog, and Good they fight Vader. all the way to the back. Because they're going to have a flag match next month. A what match? A flag. Oh, sorry. F L, not F. I did not. I did not hear the L. But that's. I on, also didn't that's read on me. it with an L. <laughs> Fair enough. 
Um, we'll so ca- we'll call that a no blame accident. <laughs> for a moment, we had forgotten that the Patriots' finishing move was called the Uncle Slam, which rocks, which rules. So he had hit one previous yes. to Bulldog interference. He then goes up top and hits the Patriot missile. Which I did remember the name of. Which is great. And was excited about The names of his moves are pretty rad. I mean, Uncle Slam and Patriot Missile? Yeah. Good names. It writes itself. Yeah. Uh, So he eventually hits a second Uncle Slam, and Brett manages to get his leg on the rope. So then he decides, well, if I can't beat him with my finishing move... Beat him with fucking his. I'm going to beat him with his. So he... Puts him in the sharpshooter, and it's maybe the best sharpshooter a non-heart that... or non-sting has ever done. It's good. It looks it, it looks like a textbook yeah. sharpshooter, and like which I, like I said, kind, the, the re- kind of made us think that maybe the sharpshooter isn't as hard to put on as a lot of other wrestlers make it look. Yeah, like I like I said, is that I think the reason it always looks bad is because they rush to get it on and step over. Nobody actually takes the time to get the legs right yeah. and then step over. Like The Rock never did a good sharpshooter in his tried. life. <laughs> and then The Rock always looked like he was tapping out. Yeah. Like his facials were like he it was really it hurt away him. It hurt him to tapping do it. out to his own submission. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Brett manages to like knock him over while holding the legs. He stands up into the sharpshooter. Patriot fights towards the ropes, and then I I assume was supposed to pass out. Yeah, I but think the, I think it's a ref stop. But the referee like went to the bell too quickly. Yeah. So it just looked like the referee was like, no, nah, he's had enough. He's done. Bing yeah. bing bing bing. Like yeah, I don't think the Patriot quit. No, it, it didn't look like he quit, and it also didn't look like he uh, had passed out yet. So. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Brett retains whatever by Patriot. I hope you don't enjoy your career being over in a month. Um, yeah. When he what tears his tricep? His tricep, yeah. In in the match on the next pay per view on the next in your house. All right, and then like yeah. works one more match, a and then he's like, oh, I guess my career's over. Yeah. So the main event is Shawn Michaels versus the Undertaker. Uh, this, of course, is the start. The well, I guess like kind of the start and almost end of their feud. Because they do this, they do next pay-per-view, and then it's immediately into Kane and Taker. Yes. So it was kind of a three-month mini. It was kind of from the, the right after SummerSlam, because he accidentally fucked him to yeah. October. Yeah, so it's like two, two, three months. Two, three months of a storyline just to get to Kane. Cause then, yeah, because then it goes to Sean Brett and Taker Kane. Yeah. Yeah. So the, I mean, the, the match starts pretty fast. It's, it's Taker just kicking. I'm intrigued for next month because it has been a while yeah. since I've seen Hell in a Cell. And I'm wondering if it is five stars. I mean, I've seen, People really I've like seen him, Mankind, 30 times. Sure. I've seen Sean Taker once, maybe twice. Me too. So it's going to be interesting to see, like, yeah, does I'm, it hold up knowing there is another one that's more brutal? <laughs> More brutal for sure. Yeah. I think this one's more of a wrestling match. Though. Yeah. But th- I think this is, if I remember correctly, it's mostly Taker kicking Sean's ass. I believe so. Like it's almost 90% Taker. Yeah, I think it, it's Sean winning and Taker getting everything up to that up point. Up to that point, yeah. yeah. And and then I, all I remember is like shoulder launching Sean into the into the fence. Yeah, the table bump. The, the table bump. It's got to be Kane. <laughs> I, obviously, it's got to be Kane. Um, sh- uh, shades of his brother, the Undertaker. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, it just it starts off with like tons of brawling, uh, or no, sorry, it, it starts out with Rick Rude sort of getting involved, and the referee goes to throw Rude out immediately. So as Sean and Rick Rude are on the floor, and Rude is going to leave, Taker like tries to pick up the referee and throw him onto Sean. Yeah. And he struggles to get the ref up and then throws him over the top. And in my head, I'm like, if I'm a referee, the last person I want catching me on a forced dive is Sean Michaels. Is 1997 junkie Sean Michaels. The most selfish asshole that's that's around. Not good. I mean, he catches him fine. It's fine. Uh, so Taker gets out of the ring, chases him up the rampway. Sean tries to get through the door of the set, but it won't open. He then gives him a back body drop on the entranceway, and Sean takes kind of a hard bump yes. on the top. Um, yeah, he, he gives him a, uh, a gorilla press. Oh, gorilla press, yeah. Like right press. on the at the entrance. Yeah. And yeah, just a hard, Real hard, hard like back bump on. His legs just, smack really hard. Just like the metal. Yeah. yeah. Um, they eventually fight all the way back down to the ring. It's the majority of it is honestly just uh, Undertaker kicking Sean's ass. They get back in the ring. Sean gets like one or two cheap shots on him uh, to get some offense. He ends up crotching him, doing the uh, current school, I guess, not the old school, <laughs> of course, the rope walk. So yeah. he crotches him on that. Uh, then he does springboard over the top. Undertaker catches him, rams him back, is back into the turnbo or the ring post a few times. Yeah, throws him back in the ring. Then they Undertaker just again just beats the shit out of him. Um, eventually he goes. For... Yeah, con- considering he wins neither of the two matches, uh, Undertaker takes 90% of this feud. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm sure that's, like, it's to build up Undertaker versus Kane and also to make Sean look like a bitch-ass heel. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So it, it works great. Like, uh-huh. it honestly works great. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so the first... Uh, the first referee bump. Oh, how many? Uh, There's four ref bumps. Jesus. I wrote it down as four ref bumps. There's so many. So the first ref bump. Is that even counting the stuff at the before the bell ring? Like throwing the ref no, at Sean? No, I didn't count that. Okay, so yeah. those were bonuses. Yeah, that was a bonus because it was before the match. Okay. So the first one is uh, Undertaker gets shoved in. No. Yeah, Undertaker gets shoved into the ref. Yeah, I think ref so. Ref takes a bump. So he hits a, a choke slam. And then he realizes the ref is down. Yeah. So then Sean gets a couple cheap shots on him and then he gets thrown to the floor. And when he gets thrown to the floor, out comes Earl. And Sean is telling Earl to disqualify the Undertaker. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not going to. And so as Earl gets back in the ring and, and stops Undertaker from coming out, Sean comes in, gets a cheap shot on him. Then when he can't, he gets Undertaker down and he goes to do, is that when he hits the elbows? I think so. Hits the elbows and then yeah. Earl gets in Earl gets bopped. Yeah. So Sean helps Earl up and then just decides to pop him one. Yeah, just fuck for you. the sake of popping him. <laughs> um then he It took too long, Earl. Then I think uh actually maybe not. I, I mean it's all I, I should have written it down. It's probably. a blur. It's a blur because it's all bad. So then, then I think Sean hits the two elbow drops. And okay. that's when China and Triple H run down with the new ref, throw the new ref in the ring, right. one, two, kick out, then Sean clobbers the ref. Yeah, the second one might have been Taker punching the ref. I think Taker punches this ref when he gets back up. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what happens. All right. And, then, and, and Sean definitely at one point like throws Earl face first into the turnbuckle. <laughs> 
So then we get that ref bump. Then down comes Tim White, and Tim White is like, "Yeah, I'm fucking done. Okay. I'm, I'm not bumping. You've beat up four referees. I'm done." Yeah. <laughs> so Tim White rings the bell. It's a no, no contest. contest. Um, so Hunter gets in the ring. Undertaker starts beating up Hunter, and then Sean gets involved, so it's two on one. Uh, at one point, oh man, <laughs> the best part is so Sean and Hunter are both up. Taker gets Hunter up. Sean for is the supposed to be preoccupied elsewhere, maybe being held back by other refs or people. Or yeah, whatever. or something. So Undertaker <laughs> is in the process of tombstoning Triple H. However, Sean is uh, not very preoccupied. Yeah, Sean makes full eye contact with the Undertaker. Like touches them. He, he like he, touches he, he Hunter sort of while like, he's in a standing fuck. sixty-nine. <laughs> yeah, and then. Just leaves. And then sort of backs away. So and he's like, Taker well, can... Taker's got to hit this tombstone, and, and so the, i got to get out of here. The tombstone that Taker does is very sloppy. Well, yeah, like, because he, he's he just like, lets Sean's go right of there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, so they, they start brawling some more. Out comes the referees. The Tony Gurria gets hit. Uh, Tony Gurria, I believe, takes a chin music to the tummy. To the tummy. Yeah. Then uh, Jerry Briscoe takes like maybe just a big punch, but he takes like a big Jim Cornette esque like jumping yeah. back bump. And then which someone we, really good. Someone we didn't see took a real chin music on the apron. Yes, I, whoever it was. Yeah. Maybe another one of the agents or something. Yeah. Or ref, whoever. Um, so then out comes all the baby faces, and out come all the. But heels also, so, yeah, and also some heels, yeah, to separate each yeah. other. So um, a very stylish looking rock. Gets in the ring and realizes he's a uh, oh I'm a heel I should be outside so he gets out of the ring yeah um so the the, the baby faces do a bad job of holding back Undertaker yeah. who then decides to do the old Taker dive over the top except for only really comma catches him and sort of Phineas for how many people were there it was not a good catch yeah, like, like there there's been much uglier catches like one on one or even yes. one on two but considering there were 10 people catching it was not a good catch they, like they stopped his momentum yeah so like he, he was safe so, so he didn't just go splat to the floor yeah but he ended up but falling through a crack i i bet he was expecting more cushion good good thing cushion. uh thank god for his bsk brother protecting his life he owes his whole life to uh to the godfather or a comma whatever you want to call him. yeah yeah bsk baby <laughs> Bone Street crew. That's true. Um, so yeah, that they that's, watch out for each other. That's uh, in your house. Seventeen. Uh, not a good show by any means. No. Um, very but... very bad. Uh, other than the mini the mini match. So ne- next month we've got a mini tag and Hell in a Cell. Yes. So it's not going to be a bad show. It's also got. It's probably got some bullshit. It's got too. a three on two handicap match. It's got that. It's got a tag title match. It's got the finals of the vacant Intercontinental Title Tournament. It's probably okay. It's got a bad. I assume a bad eight man tag. Certainly. And then a flag match. Flag. Flag. And then yeah. uh, I mean on cage match. Sean and Taker is 9.54. That's very high. And it's a Wrestling Observer 5, so. Yeah, the last WWF five-star match for 14 years. For 14 fucking years. So it's probably good. I'm looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, I mean, sure, if you, you want to go down that route. I will, thank you. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just going to check your math here for a second. Not that I don't trust you. Oh, if I'm missing a five star, I think I'm not. Not that I'm. I'm confident not that I'm I don't not. trust you. But uh, Sean Undertaker, Brent Austin, and that's yeah. You are your math is correct, sir. Excellent. And since then, 
Oh, Jesus Christ. So 2011. I mean, there's been a million NXT. But like 2011, there I there's like this makes me angry. Because like go off, Queen. I don't know. Sean Hunter Benoit. Sean Hunter Benoit. Benoit Angle. Benoit Angle. Kurt Sean. Kurt Sean. Yep. Um. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Just makes me angry. And then the majority of the ones since then, NXT, 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 NXT. The no, only, no main roster. The only main roster is Punk Cena. Wow, since nineteen ninety seven. Since nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Dragonoff Walter, O'Reilly and Strong versus Seven and Bait, Gargano yep. Ciampa, the ladder match with all the Lars Sullivans. Two Gargano Coles. Almost Gargano. Almost Gargano. Bait Walter and two Cole and Garganos. Yeah. Wowzers. And I lied. Bait Walter is four and a quarter. Cole Gargano is four and a quarter. What are, and Cole Gargano is five, or sorry, five and a quarter, five and a quarter, yes. five and a half. Yeah. P.S. Too high for Bait Walter. I think too high for all of them. Probably too high for all of them. But because I remember we watched Bait Walter, I'm like, this is very good. It's also too long. Yeah, it definitely is. It's over 40 minutes, I think. It's too long. It's good. Like, it's it's really funny. You look at by date, and they're just like all these gaps that have no rating at all. Who's got the time? I mean, Meltzer's got time. Apparently not. It just means because otherwise they have ratings. Well, I just but he doesn't rate things that are bad, and the majority of these WWF things are bad. Bad, like that's true. I can't think of one of these that isn't bad. <laughs> so like, it is how it goes. Five star by date. Oh, that's six stars. God damn it! <laughs> Sorting by. Show me all the six star matches. All the six stars. So even even in the history of the WWF, I think history you've got what you got Sean Razor ladder thirteen in total. Yeah, in, yeah. So Sean Razor, Brett Owen, Brett Owen Cage, Cage, which is not even the best Brett Owen match that year. No, but it's still good. It's good. Maybe not five but stars, but yeah, yeah. It's not. Uh, Brett Austin and Sean Taker. So and then four, 20, and then Punk and Cena, and there isn't one again until January twenty eighteen of Andrade and Gargano. And then since then, there's eight. And then after that, there's eight. Wow. Way yeah. to go, NXT. Way to go, NXT. Way not to go main roster. Ten I, years and counting since the last five-star match. Yeah, I've been that honestly. Oh, sorry. They've still got, um, even as of this air date, uh, I don't know, like a week to get in, uh, get in the five-star match to beat the ten-year curse. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Because that was what? I'm going to say July 17th, 2011. I, I'm already off it, so I couldn't even tell you. You could press back twice and it would... No, because I've gone through, like, I'm on to WCW. And oh, you've got a lot going by, on. You've been by, very By busy. date and stuff. and Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Anyway, guys, I think I think you got a week, WWE. <laughs> See what you can do. See if you can do a five-star match on Raw next week. Deal. Or tonight. Do it, to, it tonight. Monday night. The Monday night. Do uh, I, th- I believe the matches tonight that I know of are Ivar versus Omos and Eric versus AJ. So one of you have a good match. One of you do it. Come on. One of you have a five-star match. I, I dare you. <laughs> dare you. 
Anyways. And probably, uh, I don't know, Jackson Riker versus Elias or some bullshit? Maybe. Or I believe there was a tag match. I believe it's Jackson Riker being teamed with R-Truth to make him more sympathetic. That's right. Against Elias and Cedric Cedric Alexander. Sure. Sure. Why not? And uh, New Day versus Lashley and MVP Wrestling? Can he wrestle? Yeah, he's back. All right. Good for him. So, uh, yeah, that seems uh, probably three or four five-star matches. Probably ten five-star matches. Time to break the ten-year itch. Why don't you tell me the name of the movie you'd like to see? Why don't you just tell me the name of the movie? (laughs) Anyway, that seems like plenty. Uh, Secret letter is D. For D's. Don't forget it. For D's nuts. For D's nuts. Now get out of here. See ya!